Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call. We're, we're ready when you are. <laughs> yeah, go ahead with it. Okay, thank you, Galvin. <laughs> All right. Hey, so uh, we're here at Millburgers. It's much less rainy than it was yesterday. Although I think we're... Is that right? Is that grammatically correct? No, I'm looking at you, but it sounds okay. Okay. There's less rain here today than there was yesterday. Uh, There's no rain right now. Although I think we're still... There's still rain in the forecast, isn't there? Yes, there is. I don't know when it's supposed to go. Yeah, but I know uh, Monday and Tuesday. Oh, okay. I'll get the weather forecast up and we'll take a look at it, but not today. We were... were uh, getting our uh, reports on rainfall. When I got back home, I was up to 2.2 inches. Oh wow! So what? Whatever it was. Yeah, that came through. Moved through, and the official. I think the official uh, airport was so uh, two two point four or something. Well, yeah. If you headed to the show about eleven ish, then yeah, you yeah. you were driving through the stuff that yeah you hadn't counted that part yeah. yet. So. Yeah, it's uh, oh the the le- oh, the re- yeah the airport was two and a half. Yeah, it was approximately two yeah. and a half. So we're f- for the year we're uh, above the average rainfall. That's great. Yeah. But before that, we had been below. Yeah. Right. So we've caught up and have exceeded during well, the during the best time of the year. Oh, from a plant growth. From a what? Plant growth perspective. Oh, oh, plant growth perspective. Yeah. Hey, um, okay, so we're going we're gonna to try to do something uh, today. Uh, yeah. oh, we'll tell you that Mark Peterson is in for Dr. Jerry Parsons. Jerry is uh, doing some recovery from some surgery. Do you think they would have He's doing great. He, I think he just change. felt like he was, he'd get tired. Would they do recognize the d- difference in their voices? I don't know. Well, yeah. Can you say something Jerry-ish? Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. He may be listening. Let's not offend him because you don't want to poke. Oh, I'm trying to think about it. Don't poke the bear. Okay. So He's so old, you know. You know yeah. Okay, so. Put him over the edge. The um, Oh, so Annette. Annette, if you're listening, we're going to uh, take your Purple Martin issue. Not your pecan tree branch issue, which was kind of frightening. Uh, but you will take your uh, your Purple Martin issue. And we'll throw it up to the to our listeners. But if we don't hear from you in, say, 10 minutes, by the time we take the first break, then we're going to do our best to kind of tell what we remembered from it. But, Annette, if you're listening, call us at 210-308-8867, and you can explain how your stinking Weasley neighbors have stolen all your Purple Martins. That's not what she said. That's what I heard. <laughs> Her neighbors will have to call and say, well, it's because Annette's... Houses are so 
uh, creepy and crumbly or something. No, and no, I, no, 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 no. It was that, their houses. Uh, that their were houses were were uh, ramshackled. Yeah, slummy. Little little notes of of being condemned by the yeah. city on them and stuff like that. And yeah. yet they still were all full. Yeah, maybe they charge less rent. That's consistent with the uh, the the books about Martins too. Is that they they get partial and used to something and. And they go back to the same place, even Until though it's literally you, falling apart. Yeah, we even when you're physically uh, to to us, it looks like it's a not as desirable a uh, property. But they they also like to be close to humans, which is a strange thing. I guess it's part of it is yeah. that they've learned that that's pretty a, a protective situation. Who's this guy? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not plugged in, Trace. I'm sorry. I'm going to fix that this week. But Trace is up there next to us. Who's this guy? Because Trace has been busy. Uh, Running around. Yeah. All right, man, where do I start? What's going on? Well, well I have to start with, I guess, uh, April showers bring May flowers. That's yeah. correct, sir. So uh, plenty of rain. Everything looks pretty good. And uh, we've still got all your veg- most of your vegetable needs, uh, plenty of tomatoes. Okay. Well, what about we had somebody yesterday talk about what do we got in terms of peppers and eggplants, anything like that? Uh, nada, nil, zero. Okay. Uh, they should so, be here on Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, that's, okay. I was that's what say we thought. Another two weeks. Well, we had it, and then so tomato plants. Oh yeah, peppers, last weekend all, was all great. All your vegetables and grass are like our toilet paper. So it's flying out the door almost as fast as we get it in. But I ordered just about every pepper plant that the growing operation had for this week. So we'll see what materializes. And the uh, butterflies. Uh, uh, yeah, we were, I was uh, describing the uh, the nice displays you all have and the full uh, the the. Uh, the variety of our permitted plants. You have just about every one of them. And and, and we found our signs from last year. And oh, excellent. And Mark's well, well, I know exactly where they are. Somewhere in Juan's truck, I think, is where okay. they are. So. All right. Well, we got we covered ourselves. <laughs> okay. So we're, right. we're set up. The bed looks pretty good. Yeah. So so uh, you, uh, we have There's all a, the permitted plants, and it's displayed out, and people can come on by and, uh, and see what the plants look like. One or two exceptions. I, I haven't found any frog fruit. Yeah, I know. That's our continual one. Well, oh, I, no, I snake, found, herb, snake herb was the one. Snake we, herb, we, we, yeah. Uh, uh, frog fruit I found in four-inch pots, but that doesn't qualify. So uh, Yeah, that's a kind of a later. It's a cool plant, but it's... Yeah, over the last in two my years, it's become later more and more my favorite because I've seen it really do well, uh, particularly in spreading situations. Well, it's not quite. Are talking uh, frog fruit or the snake herb? No, uh, frog fruit. I'm talking about frog fruit. Not as co- it almost, quite, quite as strong. At one as point, herb, it almost took over the butterfly garden. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was going gangbusters, and she had to cut it back because it was uh, encroaching on other plants. Well, it was funny because a horse herb starts out in charge, and then the frog fruit later in the season moves in. Well, with this rain, I think the frog fruit's going to explode. Yeah. It's going to yeah. ribbit. How about ah. the, uh, <laughs> how about the uh, frog fruit is wonderful, but... Where's the is there still still milk, milkweed or? Uh, well, we got a hundred in on Wednesday, so give me a Someplace, second. Someplace, yeah. Uh, where did Trace go? Oh, he's, 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 he's eyeballing the, the mist flowers over there too. Mark even Mark says he even remembered 
that two, there was two, some porter weed, he thought. Two weeks ago. No there porter was, weed. No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's he's kind of he's kind of old like that. No, now we, now we've lost trace. But then I, I chase him away. Oh, there he uh, comes. He's there back. He looking he's for back. the milkweed. Looking for one of my favorite songs. Looking for the milkweed. We'll find it later, Trace. Looking for the milkweed. There goes Trace. He's looking for milkweed. Okay. Oh, he found it. Right. Over there, there, there by the is. citrus. No, no, it's on the other side yeah. of the crepe myrtle. I see it. We'll have more of that in on probably Tuesday as well. Oh, good. More milkweed coming in But there is some now. Uh, and what does milkweed like, Kelvin? What does it like? No, yeah, what, do, what oh, likes the, milkweed? Well, the what, like, monarch butterflies there are, you go. are moving in. And, in fact, a number of our listeners have reported the monarchs laying eggs and hatching caterpillars yeah. already. So, so, so cool. Uh, and then you had something different on sale and you told us, don't say anything until you got, I, we suspect it's Was that last week? Agar. That's, that's yeah, it. I told us yeah. that last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, it, is that correct? That's correct. Cool, that's, tell that's, us about it. And there's going to be some other odd ones uh, out there this next uh, this next ad, too. Oh, really? Um, yep. Things we've never, we've, we've had some of these before, but we've never advertised them. Okay, that's kind of exciting. Well, that's another plant the butterflies like. So Gara, what is Ogara oh, yeah. is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Now it's a, it's a, it's in that same league as uh, oh. Miss Flower, though, in terms of uh, oh, the management. Yeah, I, I think it's being blocked. It's can't a little, miss it. There's 600 of them sitting there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a uh, not it's a kind of an old-fashioned plant when it comes to yes. management. It's not necessarily, I guess you wouldn't describe it as discipline. No, uh, open. Um, Aesthetically pleasing, and I'm trying to think. Fit, of, fits into any drought tolerance now, situation. Uh, yeah. I will let one of the one of the items for next week slip out. Oh no! So I found some blue bonnets in six inch pots. Okay. That'll that'll be coming in, and uh, we will we will run those on sale. Oh good. Okay, that's kind of cool. What was it? I'm sorry. Blue, blue bonnets. Blue 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 bonnets. Oh really? Is that that silly plant that's Blue? Did you see my dwarf blue bonnets? I was going to say, were they dwarf um, ones? I remember seeing pictures of your red, white, and blue. Yeah, I'll have to show you the dwarf one. I'll send you a picture. It looks, oh, man, that's going to be huge. Bonsai, sir. A bonsai. Bonsai. Ooh, yeah. very smart. Bonsai blue. And a bonsai blue bonnet. Well. I like that better. Well, Trace, what else is going on? Uh, lots. Uh, the rain didn't, it's not raining now, so there's lots of people here. Well, it looks like four or five days without it. So we. Yeah, and, and yesterday there were still people here in the rain. They were. Yes. <laughs> well, we got everything here for the transition from the cool weather annuals to the warm weather annuals. The begonias, huge display of begonias, every leaf color and flower color. That you can imagine. Whoppers, dragons. Are there some? Are there some uh, of those? Uh, the large leaves. Uh, There's some dragon wings okay. out there, and then uh, the whopper. So, oh, are the whoppers too? Yeah, we got whoppers. Okay, so yeah, I, I bought a bunch of those to replace my uh, cyclamen. Cyclamen, and uh, I had a wonderful performance this year with uh, primula and yeah. cyclamen, but that. That period, that one week with uh, they got that ninety degree, yeah. yeah. yeah and I, you know, with the, and that was just coincided with the live oak leaves being 
off, so that blast of heat uh, well, left them kind of in uh, it, touch. It, got, it was warm and then cool and then warm. Then we've and got cool. we've got uh, Dream Dreamland Zinnias, but we uh, also I think that's your profusion is your favorite, right, Trace? I, I like it because uh, the smaller bloom tends to have fewer problems. Yeah, it'll go, last all season. Yep. Butterflies like it just just as much yeah. as the bigger bloom. But there's what? Three? I think there's actually more color because you get. I think you get more blooms even though they're uh, a fraction of the size. There's three different colors of the perfusion, is there? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yellow, orange, and. So you uh, might want to you might want to look at the, if you were uh, if you like zinnias in terms of the butterflies, uh, you might want to try that hardier version. And then we haven't got any uh, linearis in yet. That's a, that would actually that's, be that's my favorite zinnia. That, that, that is mine as well. I mean, we'll probably get that later, huh? Uh, yeah, it's got to get some warmth going yeah. consistently. So it's that 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 does outstanding in any kind of situation. It's hot. Ta- you got a place for a hot, dry. Tolerates the sprinkler system yeah. where a lot of the zinnias don't. Doesn't doesn't meet meet the uh, Dreamland's ability to know, for a cut flower. No, no, we always discuss this. Yeah, you like yeah. to cut out flower. I just like the ability to. Withstand everything. Well, and this, the zinnia is also on the seed rack. There's three or four different versions there that are uh, old-fashioned ones. If somebody wants to try those, too. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have some 10-inch pots of Dreamland that are budded and probably blooming as well. Yeah, there. That that's a nice plant. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So, what else uh, is uh, kind of coming in and? You won't tell us the other mystery plant. Is it like people are going to hear it and go, oh, my gosh. Well, they're going to say, oh, I remember that plant, but never on sale. Okay. Very cool. Uh, we got the begonias. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, what else. The beautiful bougainvillea baskets. I think that's – I don't have my glasses on. So I think uh, I think those – That's why he couldn't see the 600 yeah, Yara. That's, yeah. All right. So that red on the bougainvillea. Yeah. That is a patented variety. Uh, it's called Oso Red. And there's only one company in the entire United States that wow. can actually grow that one down in Oso Bay. That's uh-huh. where they grow it. Uh, or not in the bay, but uh, so it's a growing operation down there. And uh, I, I think that's my favorite. Okay. But, okay, maybe they're not uh, bougainvilleas. The pink and the white? That's bougainvillea. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. It just yeah, looks right. a little like the... Put your glasses on. I don't have them. Really? Uh, I know. How'd you accomplish that? How'd you drive hey, here? Uh, well, <laughs> and which way are you very going? Very careful. So I'm not very going careful. Go direction. Yeah, I think they're in the car somewhere. I think you I know, remember having them getting in the truck, and then I couldn't find them. They're in the uh, truck. Another another one is that we that still has uh, uh, the geraniums. Still yeah, I know I saw truck. those over there, and 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 uh, I like the old-fashioned dark red, uh, but we got a selection of. Have you ever pants. grown that Fantasia? There's a, there's a few I, ivy geraniums yes, out there yes, too. Yes, I Ooh, have yeah. It. It's just that's not it does the color doesn't appeal to me, uh, but but it's personal. Yeah. Uh, um, and there, we got there, we have all kinds. There is of a Fantasia dark red now. Is there? Yes. Okay. Now why do you do that? Well, uh, but because <laughs> I know I'm going to sell you one today. <laughs> Cool. All righty. Um, uh, class schedules and stuff. I see there's some still some stuff on for April, but it's uh, all pending. No. Oh, okay. Um, we got it mixed to the adult seminars okay. for April how, and May. Okay. How about Trace? So, uh, how is your development of the uh, curbside 
services. Some, some are taking advantage of it, some are not. And it's amazing. A lot of them still want to shop, so we're gathering up their yeah. stuff. And they they don't pay with the on the phone because they want to come in and see what else they want. Well, so. there's enough room here, yeah, that you can keep the distance and even even in terms if you decide to buy things, uh, the areas around the cash register are marked so that uh, we don't get too close in nope. terms of spacing. And and all the extra cashiers that would normally be on registers are out writing tickets and helping yeah, people. Helping and and there is an officer here. Yeah. Uh, normally we have them out directing traffic, but we actually have them inside uh, directing people. Oh, good. Uh, to keep the six foot rule. Okay. All righty. So, uh, and if they want the curbside, they just call you. The, yeah. Okay. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Yep. And uh, right. they, they can look uh, for the sale items. They can look in the Express News. Yeah, or Millburger. Every week. Yeah, and MillburgerNursery.com has all the sale items, too. That's true. So you could put them in just to tell people what you want when you call, and they'll to get it together for you. And uh, just you don't even have to get out of the car. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of people do. The fact that people were with, with umbrellas and pouring rain yesterday looking for just the right, you know, geranium, tells me that they enjoy shopping so there is there's a reason i have uh some bougainvillea in the parking lot for those people that oh my they come for the curbside oh, oh can i add one of those <laughs> very smart they look that good good all right did cool well let's go to annette on the line at 210-308-8867 thanks trace 210-308-8867 hey annette thank you for waiting you heard us talking about you huh uh-oh. I'm only wanting to listen today in case anybody called in with suggestions for me. So okay, so let's we're going to try something. I can't promise it'll work, but tell <laughs> us your situation. Okay. What, what? So what's happening with your purple martins? Nothing. That's the problem. I, I have a house up in the back that I've had there for about eight or nine years, and it's just it's pretty much falling apart now. And the sparrows have taken over that one. And then I bought. Um, my mom, uh, an Amish um, birdhouse from Pennsylvania, because it looked like it was something they would really like. And so we put that up in the front yard where they have wide open space, lots of bugs. And I still, I've had one pair come down and check it out, but they didn't even stay for five minutes and then nothing since then. Well, and then you also explained to us the situation you got neighbors that have been uh, very successful in terms of. With their little yes. dilapidated. And I've, I think I've I did call them dirty, rotten, stinking neighbors. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I remember. Yeah, they, they're stealing your purple martins. But that makes yeah. a difference, too, because uh, as per uh, our martins experts we talked to in the past, the uh, the ones that are most likely to come to an area are the ones that have uh, been hatched. Uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're the ones that have nested before, and they're the, the young from that that nesting too they're the ones that usually end up in a, in a yeah kind of, kind of like they want to be neighbors with their parents that's what i'm hoping is that eventually they'll kind of gradually come this way you know one one uh, yard over um but so far no luck and they're just swarming above like they don't even have room for any more martins and the they just keep flying and and uh, trying to land on that house but they won't come here hmm. Have you tried things like uh, maybe offering free cable TV or a complimentary <laughs> breakfast when they uh, <laughs> air conditioning? <laughs> Can they earn points? Yet, obviously, Milton does not recognize the importance of this operation. <laughs> I He's do. making fun of it, you know. I know, and that's upset. I'm trying to make her feel better. 
have okay, been so trying I thought- for 30 years to get Martins at all my different houses I've ever lived in, starting from when I was in Bulverde to where I am now on the southeast side. I've always had Martin houses, and to this day, I've never, ever had Martins come to any of my houses. And wow. I'm to take a personal, yeah. It's, no. it's, <laughs> this is I'm more serious than I thought. Yeah. Okay, so we've <laughs> okay. we established there are wires. To make them happy, that yes. the flight path is okay. Yeah. There are no yes. trees in the way. Okay. Nope. Uh, okay. Ha- has the little doors been opened? Oh, Mark. Yeah, come on. <laughs> hmm. I haven't thought about that. No. <laughs> no, they can go in and out, and they fit perfectly. Uh, you know, I yeah. watch them go in and out of them and check every single hole out, and nothing. They, they flew off. And it's about, I would say it's about 12 feet off the ground, too. Okay. Twelve feet off the ground—that seems like the right amount. Is that mm-hmm. right, about right, Kevin? Oh yeah, the, the, it's surprising. Some of them—they they get used to it. They'll nest in a, even a shorter house. Oh, yeah. Okay. But they, yeah, 12, yep. 12 feet plus. That's the that's a good that's a desirable height. Well, I thought what we would do is we're gonna we're gonna see if uh, Kyle has uh, time to call us from Wild Birds Unlimited. But because I was thinking about this as I was driving in, Calvin mentioned this is kind of stereotypical Martin behavior. I'm willing to bet that our listeners uh, may have experienced something similar and may have tried, oh, we had the same problem, never had a Martin, and then we we put peanut butter on the, the house, and now we have too many Martins. I'm trying to figure out what they might have done. But, uh, yeah, and so we're going to see if somebody can offer a story that will give you some encouragement in that. A long You're, time you ago, take your houses down every year? Oh. Uh, I, the one in the back, yes. Um, this one, though, it's kind of a permanent structure. It's a wooden house, and it's really heavy, so it's going to stay. But I'll I'll uh, get up there and close up the holes, you know, uh-huh. I, I guess. So nothing, no star. I definitely don't want starlings. But I, when I was in the country, I even got that CD, Dawn Song. I played that. That didn't work. Oh, yeah. I have chickens. I have chickens, and I, they like those little dried mealworms, and I was even thinking of sprinkling those kind of around in the area, but then every other bird in the world, all the grackles would eat them, and they, oh. so I'm not going to do that. But trust me, I'm I'm desperate. Okay, well, we didn't even think about the CD. I remember Kyle talked about the CD a couple weeks ago, the Dawn song. Yeah, it was really yeah, pretty. I pretended that I had Martins just listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to see if somebody will call and help you, Annette. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. All right. If you've listened to that story and you go, oh, that's just like we were, or you know someone that had a similar problem, uh, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Share your Martin experience. We know we got Martin listeners out there. Uh, the Martins are listening. Martins, if call us if you were listening, too, and you want to add in. We did have uh, uh, Bill. I talked to Bill from... Uh the former owner of... Uh, well, when did you talk to Bill? Uh, last Thursday. Oh, okay. And Bill, ba- if you're Bill, listening, and Bill, and Bill said that don't give up yet for the year. He, sa- he says that the the younger Martins and those that uh, will be nesting for the first time or have had some problem because their houses have been knocked down or something are still looking. And he, he, sa- he says you can expect some action, maybe... To the f- uh, first week in May or so. Okay. But if you have heard Annette's story, she's got two houses, 30 years, no birds, plenty of uh, flight, uh, different different places. 
And she's tried different things. Try different so. things. Uh, try the Dawn songs. We'll tell you, but call us at 210-308-8867 and just say, I wonder if Annette has ever tried blank. And uh, you'll, your experience may help her to finally get Martin's. All right, 210-308-8867. We're taking a break. We'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch. Mark Peterson in for Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Boulevardy Road. Reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at $19.99. That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, floribundas, Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now. Regularly $19.99, on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia gregi, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana, pink gara, on sale in the one-gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just $4.88. So here's the number to call, 210-497-3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Quick message about Spider-Man, and we'll talk to Terry, who's got a question. Uh, if you've got pests in your home or uh, you want to talk to somebody about maybe what's happening there, whether it's roaches, fleas, rodents, uh, whatever it is, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you out. Warren Remy and the gang over there have been doing this since 1976. Uh, they do a great job. And, again, the thing I like to mention is they take a holistic approach. So not only are they treating, this is the biggest complaint I heard about pest control companies is that they treat and then they're done and they, you know, they walk away and then you don't see them, the, the, say the roaches, for two to three weeks. And all of a sudden they're back. And then you call and then they spray again and they're gone for two or three weeks and they're back. Well, what Warren does in Spider-Man is they're looking to see how are those roaches getting in? What's happened? Maybe something simple as like the, uh, the caulking of the house is peeled away with the heat of the summer. Uh, things like that they know to look for. So they're a great place to call uh, and have them do a, a terrific job at Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. But it can also inv- involve, the treatment can involve a regular treatment. Too. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to imply that. No, but they want to make sure that they're not just coming back. So they're, they're doing the treatment, which they're, they're finding a lot of success with uh, organic treatments, too. So if that's your concern, uh, they can ha- tell you that. But they're going to also, which is a really cool, uh, if Warren, and uh, they're, they're super honest and they're super straightforward. So they'll sit down with you and go, you know what? We can treat with this. And either, A, we've had great success, or, B, we know your concerns. We're going to treat with this, but we will tell you that we haven't we haven't had as much luck as we would have liked to, to with it. Or you might want to do more treatments over a course of time with the organic. But um, they'll tell you straight out, so you know what you're getting into, and you're not uh, kind of uh, living on uh, on hope rather than on on real stuff. Spider-Man termite and pest control two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. 
210-656-3721 or GoSpidermanPest.com. GoSpidermanPest.com. Terry is on the line at 210-308-8867. Terry, thank you for waiting, man. What's going on? How can we help you? Uh, thank you for taking my call. I bought a, my wife and I bought a Kaffir lime tree from Millburgers a few, uh, about a month or two ago. And we transplanted it into a large pot, and I read up on it. It says it can grow inside really nicely. And it's a beautiful tree so far and a very, very robust green leaves. And my concern is the reason why we bought it is because you, you put the leaves in Thai food. But now I'm, uh, I'm noticing it gives a real, the leaves itself have a real strong citrus flavor. Um, but anyway, I just noticed a few days ago that there's little white, I don't know if they're critters, some sort of insect or something, on some of the leaves. And they look like almost microscopic pieces of rice. I can't really see if they're moving or not. They don't look like an aphid. But there, there's a lot of them really densely populated on, on certain leaves and not so much on other leaves. And I don't want to use a poison on this plant because I plan on eating it little by little as it grows bigger. So I think it's uh, a white fly, possibly a white fly. Um, you, did you say you have it indoors? Yes, I have right? indoors. It's getting, uh-huh. it's getting a lot of sun, lots of windows. It's a, it's a kefir lime. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I was looking at, at Calvin. Calvin's thinking. Yeah. We weren't sure. And uh, so, yeah, that sounds like classic white fly or, I don't know, maybe even a fungus gnat or something like that. Um, we like to say as well, it's not going to eat a whole lot. Uh, don't worry <laughs> about it. Well, well, it looks like there could be like several hundred on one leaf. They're so small. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. they're... Yeah, no more. Than, uh, since, uh, since I'm sitting in Jerry's chair, I go, well, that's more. That's mas carne. That's more food to eat. Yeah. What um, <laughs> did, did did you say they were inside some kind of? A, yeah. So, so he has, uh, 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 a lime tree that he's growing. Um, now this is a specific one. It's K A F F I R Kefir. But but he but is inside, right? Yes, sir. Correct. Yeah. So. You know, one of the the best treatments for white flies or the other mm-hmm. insects that uh, Mark mentioned are just uh, access to the outside or outside, and the beneficial insects quite often will will take them. So it's a little it's harder to control them inside. Yeah. Um, I guess in a pinch. So, so what you're predicting, what you're uh, recommending, Mark, is to let, kind of let it go and see what happens. Or well, no, just being facetious, being Jerry here. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I would, I would say, if he could get it outside, or, um, or you, I'm doing a little, little insecticidal soap, or maybe like that, and and um, that might be good. Yeah, and, uh, I don't, and, I don't, uh, I don't want to use, I don't want to any, eat, uh, put anything on there that I can't eat because I'm. Yeah, so you can eat you can eat insecticide soap. It's it's a phosphate okay. soap. More, what is it called? In, uh, uh, soap. It's, yeah, it's insecticidal soap. It's just it's just a soap solution. In fact, you can some folks just use Dawn and yeah, Ivory was uh, was the one that they would always used to use. But uh, this is specially made to kill insects. And okay. you mix it up into a little spray container. And uh, usually you try to get it so it's completely wet. And it'll let it do all its action. And, and then you wash it off. 
Uh, that's okay. why I was saying take it outside and do it and then kind of rinse it, rinse it off with a, with a hose. One, or, of, the, no, one I, of those, uh, the, the white flag characteristics are that they they lay a lot of eggs and their generation time is pretty yeah. short. So you, you might plan on what, Mark, do it uh, spray twice a week for a couple yeah, weeks? Yeah, so, yeah, it was what you're going to do. In fact, I even heard somebody say three times a week. Uh but you mix, you, you you spray one product for two, three times in a row, and then you change to a different one, and then you change to a different one. Um, so there's other other home remedies that have been a little uh, uh, a little slight vinegar product, weak weak okay. vinegar. Um, now, I, this has happened after I transplanted it using some uh, Miracle Grow potting soil. It did, I didn't have it when I when I brought it home from Millburgers, but it yeah. happened after I transplanted it with more dirt. Because could this be something that came out of the soil I bought? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they now, look like they the might other, be eggs because they're super uh, tiny. As we mentioned from the beginning, if you can have the if you can open the structure a little bit, mm-hmm. sometimes just you know with the, the on my greenhouse, with the heat, I just leave the the vents open and. Uh, and and but it, but your what you mentioned earlier is uh, yeah, lace wings and ladybugs just really eat all of them up as much as possible. Okay. So okay, um, so that's why I say it's good to maybe go outside and and have some of the beneficial insects uh, help you with it. But this is a common problem. With a lot of indoor plants, uh, if anybody who specializes in indoor plants, one of our listeners out there and gives a holler in here about that, what you're describing is very, very, very common. Um, okay. Well, and, thank you. And so, don't don't get depressed on it. Um, just kind of work <laughs> a little bit with some products uh, like the insecticidal soap. Um, just washing them off on a regular basis. Uh, what else has we tried? What else have I tried on white flies? Um, Timing. Uh, I think, I think permethrin I, I used to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and of course, you know, if, you're, if you you want to graduate to a, more, a stronger uh, organic control, right. Spinosad, one of the Spinosad products might might be uh, worthwhile. But, but I think, uh, Mark, the point he made is that it's uh, not a major issue right now. Just uh, kind of do the exploration and try the insecticidal soap. I think yeah. that'll work for you pretty well. Okie doke. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, day. Terry. All right, 210-308-8867. We're still looking for help on Annette's issues uh, with her Purple Martins. Uh, she has two houses. She's had... Houses in a variety of places for over 30 years. No Martins. So if you had no Martins for a while and you did something, a little hack, as they say, uh, the kids these days, the um, then what did you do to, to suddenly start getting Martins? What, she, what would you suggest to her? She did, the, she did the songs. She's checked the flight lines, all that good stuff. So give us a call, 210-308-8867. David is on the line. Hey there, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Hey, I don't have a official rain gauge like in some fancy rain gauges like some gentleman had yesterday. Yeah, that was but cool. My tuna, but my tuna fish can overflow it. <laughs> I, 
and I'm over here at 410 in Cherry Ridge. I think right around maybe one, well, maybe before that, man, the rain really came down in buckets. I think that pretty much filled it up. It was a steady rain uh, pretty much throughout the day. Yeah. Another question is, is, uh, is it too late for broccoli? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I had broccoli. uh, I guess my problem was I bought a lieutenant broccoli, and it was from, of course, a big box store. I don't know if that was any good. That Lieutenant brand? Is that a good one? I guess not. It didn't do say, very well. Say again. It said Lieutenant uh, brand. I've Lieutenant. Never I don't know it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that. Um, but we, you generally, we generally shoot for planting it in September or uh, or October at the latest, mm-hmm. and then you. Well, you can actually some years the the weather's right. You can plant as late as February first and get a, a quick crop. Too, but the the most reliable one is that fall fall crop, and then you get the big heads, um, and you get uh, after you harvest the big heads, then you get the side shoots uh, for oh, it lasts until oh, at the late oh, they last till March March fifteenth or so. But uh, yeah, yeah. that kind of didn't do much at all. I mean, I guess I got it from I guess the big box store, and they I don't know they just sell I'm whatever. Trying to remember what the variety. I, I is. know that's why I'm sitting here looking uh, at you. It's uh, you know, it starts with is it green comet? Green I comet. Mean, it's like dream or winter or. Huh. We're trying to remember what our usual. Yeah, it, and there's one. It's been used uh, for many years. And it's just our go-to. Uh, it has performed wonderfully for decades. One of those, and that we, we can't. Re- <laughs> we one of those that we have used is Green Comet. Was that the old, the old Pac-Man? Was that it? No, 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 no. That isn't. I, if you said it, I'd know it right off. Uh, but uh, like I said we've been recommending it for a couple of decades now, and it's been what, spectacular. Fun. You I might can't remember it. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking of the, of the coal crops. There might. Some people might still be harvesting Brussels sprouts, uh, and then some some of the greens. Oh, chard, chard is still yeah, chard's about out too. Yeah, because that uh, yeah. that kind of lasts the longest and stays mild tasting. I try I tried even some of our uh, kale, our lettuce. Oh, of course, uh, kale. You how can you tell whether it's? I know that's why. Yeah, <laughs> that was the question mark in my voice. Yeah, kale. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the the lettuce that we like, the receding lettuce. Milton, wake up. What, What's Crawford? the receding? Uh, Crawford yeah, lettuce. Crawford lettuce. I was uh, tasting that uh, this week, and that's getting a little, yeah. my, at least in my garden, it's getting a little bitter, too. A little hmm. strong. Uh, yeah, and right off hand, uh, do you know if you all have Barbados cherry over there? Barbados cherry. Yeah, the, the ornamental plant? Yeah. Uh, now that's one of our permitted plants um, on our water saver coupon list. Oh, I love it! Uh, so, I, and then uh, Trace kind of indicated he got pretty much everything. So yeah, I, bet, I am I bet going they do. to guess that yes, we do have it. Over yeah, there. we'll double check, but um, but yeah, I think there was only like one item, and it wasn't that one that they yeah, didn't have. It was, last year, he couldn't find snake herb, and then this year, is frog fruit. So. Well, what Mark is talking about is the coupon program from the San Antonio Water System. So, Sauce customers uh, got a real opportunity there to 
uh, take advantage of it. And they're, they're, the plant list of the plants that you can use the credits for is, uh, is amazing. It's got a lot of great plants, just like Barbados cherries. So look, go to go to the Saw's uh, website and check that out. Well, is it okay? How long do they have, or is it already? Oh, uh, because of the situation we are in with the pandemic, we've changed the the rules for the coupons, and so now you may apply all the way to. I have to think October fifteenth. So, in years past, we had a spring and a fall, with a hiatus during the summertime. Uh, now uh, we're going to just you can apply all the way up to October fifteenth and redeem until November fifteenth. And the redemption is a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars, depending. It's a hundred. It's a hundred dollars. Uh, a hundred dollar coupon every time you remove two hundred square feet of lawn. Now we do that because lawn tends to use much more water than. The plants that uh, the perennial drop dollar plants that we have listed. So um, uh, go online. Now you may have in in again in years past we could go up to uh, four coupons per season um, with a lifetime of eight. Um, so you're. I, I, I would tell you. I, I, now I'm looking at you. I'm going. Ooh, I probably should discuss this with Juan. On what we're going to do, but well, right now you could do up to four coupons until we decide later uh, for for the upcoming year. And this this lawn, this could be a, a real opportunity for some of you that have that lawn is getting so shady and getting, oh. you know, uh, the, the the goal is to save water, uh, but the uh, also you, you save water if you. Uh, Convert a lawn area that's just not getting enough sun to do real well. You may as well have a, a desirable plants. And, and Milton, we never have that question, do we? Because well, the, the, my lawn is dying. No. And and it's because of the shade. We never have that question. Never. No. Okay, once I think. Well, we they have, don't want. Well, well, we do it like one million times yeah. a year. So. Yeah, it's they never they want they don't want it to be too much shade. They want to know what. If we fertilize it more, yeah. will will it uh, perk up? Or uh, what kind of grass yeah. will tolerate live oak shade? Well, then of course, if I if I could be Jerry again, channel <laughs> uh, none. Oh. Uh, okay, so now have we have we helped David out? Well, we just gave oh. him some opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, actually, I got I got <laughs> one last thing. Okay. Uh, besides shrimp plant, what will attract hummingbirds? I got a. Huge pecan tree, so it's kind of a you know, it's not a live oak shade. Oh, pecan. I mean, there's oh. dapple shade. Yeah, there's, so besides uh, shrimp plant, is there anything that I can get? You know, that might attract hummingbird. Well, yeah. Turk's cap comes to mind. Yeah, uh, Calvin and I's eyes have lit uh, lit up on that. Yeah, there's many, many, many. Salvia gregii. Uh, As a general rule for hummingbirds, they prefer. Tubular flowers, whereas butterflies prefer a kind of a broad-faced flower that they can get into. So anything that's tubular. But of course. But of course, there's certain ones. Zinnias will attract both of them. Yeah. Right. And pentas, pentas well, are pent- not a shade-loving pent- plant. Pentas, oh, pentas for shade. Pent- yeah. Since you mentioned shrimp plant, 
what we'll go is, yeah, we love Pentas for the shade. We love uh, Turk's Cap. Uh, I particularly like the tropical one. Um, you know it's what? It's el- a little bit bigger. You know what else? Uh, uh, it's uh, porter weed will be on the market <laughs> a little later. That's an, That's an exotic tropical plant, but uh, it's gotten real popular in our landscapes. The butterflies yeah. love it, but boy, the hummingbirds do love it too. too as well. And uh, milkweed. Well, there you go, Tro- David. Tropical milkweed is another good choice. Cool. We got to take a break, okay? Thanks, David. Good questions. Yeah, good questions. Good. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. Still need somebody to call in to help with the hummingbird issue. Uh, if you, uh, like Annette, had, a, had no hummingbirds for a long time. Where's Bill when we need him? Yeah, give us a call. And, Kyle. Uh, and, uh, well, Kyle's busy. I know Kyle's working over at Wild Birds. We'll tell you more about that in a moment. But if you, Okay, back in a moment <laughs> on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Boulevardy Road. Reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at $19.99. That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, floribundas, Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now, regularly $19.99, on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia gregi, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana, pink gara, on sale in the one gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just $4.88. So here's the number to call 210 497 3760. Or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, I know Kyle is busy, but um, hopefully he'll be able to call in uh, today. Kyle is the new owner of the uh, store on Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and they are uh, focusing on curbside pickup now, no in-store stuff, so you would just call 210 210- 479 bird 210479 bird. They had to bird. get a new owner because my, um, that's not Bill been, was getting so old, isn't it? That's not been confirmed or denied. Oh. It's uh, just that's the rumor. But Bill's sharp as attack and Bill's still there. They can't get rid of Bill. Uh huh. Which is good because Bill does a good job and knows his stuff too. That's the cool thing about Wild Birds Unlimited. You come, they've got great advice. They've seen it all. So, Annette, it may be if our listeners haven't had the same issue, that you may just want to call Kyle at 210-479-BIRD and see, you know, what are your listeners telling you or what are your uh, shoppers telling you that if they had similar problems, and I'm guessing uh, they have. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can give them a call and do curbside. So order online, order over the phone. They'll put it all together. You just come by, and they'll take care of you at Northwest Military and Hebner Road location. And it's, uh, it's a great time to, to be enjoying nature in your yard, especially if you're at home. 
Uh, and you can do it from the comfort of your car. Uh, the curbside picket at Wild Birds Unlimited, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. And we're still hoping someone will call in and help Annette out. Maybe Annette's situation was she uh, had... Um, has the houses up, has a number of different houses, different styles. 30 years, she said. And no Purple Martins. Uh-huh. She's tried CDs, all kinds of stuff. Nothing. Dan- Danish in the morning. The, the free Danish, yes. Yeah. The, the continental breakfast for the for if they come, if they're staying at, the, at her apartments. Uh, but nothing seems to work, so... Anyway, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. By the way, um, you know, if speaking of staying home, uh, if you're interested in watching something good on TV um, and you're into gardening, I guess this would be good. I don't know, uh, especially if you're vegetarian. Uh, Laura and I watched a great uh, documentary about Bruce Lee and as Bruce Lee's brother, his vegan brother, Brocco. Man. It was incredible. Just a great, great story. And <laughs> you really enjoy it. All right. Dave is on the line. Oh, and Dave has some Purple Martin suggestions. Hi, Dave. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. I, uh, you, you, you slipped up and said hummingbirds a while ago. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Instead of Purple Martins? Oops. But she's, but she's looking for a problem. And one thing that I know, because we, we put a one up one time. We put up a Purple Martin house. One thing I know that is a problem is that if you've got a lot of trees, your your Martin house needs to be, you have to have a lot of distance, 50 or 100 feet. Otherwise, you've got to have your Martin house higher than the surrounding trees because I remember being told on one of these garden shows years ago that uh, the Martins, they don't want to fly down into a Martin house. In other words, if there's trees surrounding it that are higher than the Martin house, they're not likely to want to nest in it. Uh, So that's just one suggestion on that. The other one was the man with the little citrus tree that he had in his house and the white fly business or whatever kind of pest he had. Uh, The old green light, I was sitting here looking at an old uh, container of uh, organic insect control. And it's thyme oil, clove oil, and sesame oil. That'd be a pretty safe, non-toxic thing to use. That he could he could wash the leaf with a, a solution of that, and that might help with the with the uh, pests uh, populating the leaf on the plant. Yeah, there, there's several different uh, versions of the essential oil, uh, bio oil. It's very various names on on it. Right. Uh, that yet. Sesame seed uh, with oil. Sesame thyme and uh, clove. It's this is an old like. Okay, yeah, old I, I, I'm trying to. Yeah, it's an older one, but that's uh, that's one of the standard three. Um, there's some yeah. there's some variations on, on it as right. well, but that and that's another soil, good one. Um, soil, and that's one. The, sorry, go ahead. For the soil under the tree, the soil that the tree's in, I was thinking you could use a little neem oil. And spray a little neem oil onto that soil and kind of work it in a little bit. And the, all those oils will tend to inhibit the the, the insects from from uh, procreating and stuff. Yeah, and that and that's why uh, I was saying uh, alternate alternate. Sorry, uh, your various treatments uh, is the best yeah. way to go. 
because yeah, the neem uh, oil, those... uh, I've, I've used the neem oil on roses and this and that, but right. in the house, you might not want to use the neem oil up on the plant because it's, it's a little messier, a little sticky and all that. Well, I, said, uh, I don't like to use too too much of that. Uh, I'm but you could put it in something the you're gonna eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to do that, but... The essential oils are always good. That's a, that was another treatment I was going to mention. Yeah, but uh, I, I think uh, I, I think uh, it was more. I want to get across. Uh, alternate your treatments on those. Right, right. That keeps them because, because be, I was going to say Milton. Why? Why? Because those insects have such a high what? Do you remember yesterday? No. They, they have a high fecundity. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that one. <laughs> okay. They reproduce okay. regularly. Yeah. Ah, thank you, David. Thanks for bringing it down to my level. Well, thanks for the info on the Martins. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Thank that's, you. That, that's good, yeah. Hopefully that will start the conversation going. We'll help that out. Thanks, David. All righty. Bye-bye. And uh, apparently we do have lots of listeners to the show because Al said that he's gotten a couple calls about people complaining that I said hummingbird, which is great. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's one suggestion. Um, although I think Annette kind of felt like she had tackled that part with the height, but maybe, uh, maybe, it, maybe, still not yeah, maybe it still needs to reviewing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so if you can help Annette out, 30 years, no, hum- no hummingbirds. Yeah, I was going to say it again. No purple martins uh, at her feeders so and her houses. So, um, yeah, call us with your suggestions at 210-308-8867. Now, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we encourage you to uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Lots of stuff here. Lots of folks here, too. Uh, doing some shopping. So anyway, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What is it? 210-866-308-8867. Calvin mentioned, too, um, if you wanted to know the sale items, you can always go to millburgernursery.com or they're adding the express news but it's millburgernursery.com back in a moment on 9 30 a.m this is the end millburgers gardening south texas is sponsored by millburgers landscaping and nursery on 9 30 a.m the answer we're back with millburgers gardening south texas once again dr jerry parsons dr calvin finch Milton Glick and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson in for Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We want to also, again, appeal real quick. Uh, a listener, Annette, needs your help. She's got purple martin houses. I said it right that time. But she's got no purple martins. She's tried the uh, the... Tree height, we think. Uh, Dawn song. She's tried wires. Her neighbors across the way have them, and she says their homes are dilapidated and in terrible condition. But they're going to their home. So if you've got a uh, insight on that, maybe you've had that same problem. Call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or call us with your gardening questions at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So Mark Calvin asked you earlier, and this seems like a good time to discuss oak wilt. Is that okay, Calvin? Oh. Oh, yeah, that's always a topic that we should keep well, in mind. Well, yes, oak wilt. 
Uh, I like to go wax eloquent. Oh, For dear. 36 years, I've been involved in fighting Oak in Texas. How's it working out for you? Uh, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did, we, you know, we did a study a few years ago, or, or uh, my successors over the Texas Forest Service did a study, and uh, we're looking at all the centers uh, in the uh, Bear and um, Kendall and Medina area, and about 90% of them were the ones I discovered back in the 90s. Oh, really? And so... We haven't had a lot of new ones, which is good, and I attribute that to a very extensive educational program that we've done. Um, uh, now, those centers have expanded, but uh, for a large part, we haven't had any new centers, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, review for those people who are new to, to Texas, uh, particularly South Texas, South and Central Texas. Uh one does not prune oaks uh, during the springtime. Uh, from about first week in February to about first week in June, you do not prune uh, if you can all if you can help it. If you do, if you must prune, then paint promptly. Uh, you may use anything. We prefer a, uh, a simple latex paint. You don't have to use any of that oil, heavy oil-based paint. We actually prefer you to do not do that. And uh, uh, for the rest of the year, we recommend um, that paint as well. Okay. So all oaks are susceptible, so all oaks should be painted. Now, we heard from CPS a few years ago that they've given up on trying to help the contractors identify which are oaks and which are not and so they just paint everything now which is good uh, but you don't have to paint paint for the mo- the vast majority of trees doesn't do anything but for oaks it prevents the insects from being attracted to the fresh wounds and the insects certain insects carry the spores of the disease so once you have it you have a couple of options. It's going to primarily spread through the roots of the live oaks. So we want to disrupt those roots um, either by uh, cutting the roots or, uh, and I'm so glad Jerry uses it because I was the only person who used this term for a long time, rogue. We rogue the trees inside the buffer area and the and the infested trees and the, the healthy trees inside the the treatment area we rogue them out in fact i have a great oh, okay. i have a great story from uh, rick casey if you remember a former yeah. journalist uh up at his place in pipe creek i actually said uh, rick uh, why don't you take Kristen and his wife uh, back to san antonio he goes why it's because i'm going to do a lot of damage and it would be good that she doesn't see it oh. now i had carte blanche she gave me carte blanche and so we um we took care of that Oakwood Center, and we took care of it well, and it's never come back. But what I did wow. is I trenched around the center, and then I bulldozed pretty much every tree in the site, and every live oak in the site. Okay. Uh, I mean, everything gone, complete sanitation. Mm. And, yeah, I wiped out the Oakwood Center. So just, uh, just in case you haven't. Realize that it's certainly easier to paint the wounds than it is to 
to cut the roots and bulldoze every tree. Dream. Particularly in an urban or suburban setting. It's very very much easy. Uh, now the third option we have is uh, to inject. And there's a very good fungicide, uh, propiconazole. Uh, we, we try to do a little triage for the best effects. So I don't do an infected tree because the fungus is in the same pathway as where the fungicide would go. So it's very difficult to get in the tree. So we, we take trees that are approximately 100 to 120 feet from the last sym- symptomatic tree, inject those, uh, and, uh, and we like to do it on a day like sometime this week, after a rain, on a sunny morning. And uh, the, the fungicide is, is picked up dramatically throughout the tree, and we get very good, very good even distribution throughout the tree. Uh, very high success rate. If I was doing it, I would get about 90 to 95% success rate. But I don't, I, I'm very choosy on my trees. It's very strict triage. Doesn't uh, doesn't necessarily stop the disease spread though. No, it does not. No, you're absolutely right. It is not. It only is prophylactic. It only protects the tree. Protects uh, for, the for, trees that are close to the infection, but doesn't stop the spread. So you still have to correct. deal deal with it's that. Still, it's still moving through the root system. Uh, so uh, so we we pick a tree. You know, we pick a couple of trees in a yard, and we say, well, those have the best chance to do it. Let's inject those. And uh, uh, give for loss the other ones. Or we just roll the dice. Because there is a 20% natural survival rate for live oaks. Yeah. Just 20%? Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, for red oaks, it's uh, 0%. So survival rate. If uh, they get the disease. If they get the disease. Yeah. But if you had 10, 10 red oaks, so you wouldn't. You wouldn't expect all ten of them to get the disease. No, you? no. In fact, let's do it bigger. If I had a hundred red oaks, how many would get the disease? Oh, about three out of that hundred. Yeah, because they the the roots are not interconnected. Correct. Individual trees. In fact, that's part of the uh, uh, how the disease is spread. Is uh, the the red oaks seem to be a source, right? Yeah, the, the red oaks will actually produce a, a fungal mat underneath the bark. It's about the size and shape of your hand. There could be multiple of these fungal mats. Uh, they're very sweet-smelling. They attract a sap beetle. Uh, it's called a nididula beetle, or sometimes called a picnic or sap beetle. And it picks up the spores on, on its body and then flies off to a fresh wound. Now, if that fresh wound is painted... They're not attracted to it, and so therefore that's why we do the, yeah. the painting. And now, painting is 100% successful in preventing the disease. Yeah. So it's very important to paint. As uh, as the listeners can uh, recognize, this it's relatively complex. Uh, the overall history and treatment and prevention, but uh, diagnosis. I mean, the pr- prevention is relatively easy and simple. And diagnosis is one of the keys. Mark, is, is there a website now that... Uh, uh, absolutely. There's a Texas Oak Wilt. Um, and I forget the exact letter, but if you put in Texas Oak Wilt, it'll pop up immediately on Google, and that's the official website for the entire state. Uh, it's, it's, it's manned by, uh, I believe that Lady Bird Johnson actually mans it, but it is for the whole site, for the, all, all agencies involved with Oak Wilt. What about um, 
we ran into some treatments that uh, uh, we we had uh, that were questionable. Is that still an issue? On uh, you know the you you mentioned propiconazole, I guess. Propiconazole is the only thing labeled for oak wilt. Uh, there are other propiconazole product. Well, I'm sorry, propiconazole is labeled for Alamo. The trade name is the only thing labeled for oak wilt. There are other propiconazole products out there. Propiconazole is one of the best fungicides you can have. I mean, it's it's, it's wonderful. It's my favorite fungicide uh, for a host of pro- uh, pest problems. But Alamo is the only one labeled. There have been other uh, fungicides uh, tried over the years. Um, there is a lot of research. Well, I didn't say a lot. There is research uh, in England and parts of the U.S. on what's called induced resistance. And that's what some people have heard about the cornmeal and what have you. So the cornmeal is not a treatment. It's what you're trying to do is produce a fungicide, a fungus, sorry, a fungus which will go into the tree and help with the resistance to the oak wilt. Uh, resistance to the oak wilt infestation. So you, what, uh, what the, is that, you, do they have to be careful? I mean, would they rely on that alternative to protect their their oak trees or not? I always like to say that it is one of the things in your toolbox. Uh, there is research that shows it can be effective. I don't know what the percentage of protection is or treatment is. There's no research on that. So I say hey, it's a possibility. Uh, I don't know. There's no research that says mm-hmm. uh, 70% of uh, the trees are going to survive. I can tell you, I know, I can survey, sur- I can make 90 to 95% of the oak trees that I inject with propiconazole. I can save them. You know, I do have that. Okay, it always, always the issue is diagnosing. People get hear, hear about the disease and then they get a little panicky in terms of it's got leaves may fall off or showing some symptoms yeah this time of year it's real important because uh, a lot of people start seeing the live oak leaves fall off and they assume it's oak wilt um and sometimes the the leaves that fall off mimic the oak wilt symptoms but it's very distinct oak wilt the veins of the leaves of the live oak leaves turn a bright orange or yellow color and we call it venal chlorosis or venal necrosis. Uh, so it's very distinct pattern on it. There's one thing that was discovered by a very handsome and articulate man. <laughs> that would be me. Yes, I was, uh, I was thinking that might oh, be Oh, no, me. you're supposed to go like quicker, quicker, brother. Would that be you, Mark? Oh, I'm sorry. And next go, next time I'll know. Uh, okay. Uh uh, it had only been recorded in the literature a couple times, but if a oak tree, if a live oak is hit by lightning, it will produce the same. The leaves will be produced by the oh the, the same effect. Thing. Yeah, and and I, Apple, Doctor Dave, Dave didn't write me up on that. I wanted to be you know known as the discoverer of that. 
So it, uh, it actually occurred in Hollywood Park. And, oh, really? And we found that out. So if, if they've got any question, the there are some distinctive symptoms. Mm-hmm. Go, uh, the best place to go first is the website? Is the website. we got lots of pictures. shows all the different kinds of symptoms. Uh, primarily, again, we're looking for venal chlorosis, venal necrosis, chlorosis, the bright yellow, or necrosis, the bright orange color of the veins. And then we're also looking for a pattern of mortality uh-huh. because it is spreading. And so... We may say, oh, we don't know. We only got a few leaves on that tree. And then we wait a little bit, and if it's spreading out, then we know it is okay. So if they, if they are nervous about it, what's the next step? Do you call your extension agent to help you? Call the extension agent or call the Texas Forest Service. Now, we have a new name over the last couple of years, Texas A&M Forest Service. So uh, it's uh, in the book, call them. Um, uh, we have, I'm, I'm hesitating because a lot of us older people have, or were retired or, or went to another job. So I'm trying to remember who exactly is, is the person for Bear and K- Kendall and Comal counties. Uh, but anyway, look in uh, Google. And look for Texas A&M Forest Service, and it'll get you right to the office locally. Yeah, get a second opinion of before you spend a lot of money on uh, absolutely, treatment on oak wilt, because a lot of uh, problems are not oak wilt caused. So you want to make sure before you get. Uh, it's important to get involved in that process if you have it in your neighborhood, and it does spread. But uh, um, a lot of a lot of the things that people suspect are oak will turn out not to be. So that's the good news. So after watching now these Jack Ryan things on Amazon, something you said triggered a question in me because I would have seen at that point he would have jumped in and said, "Now wait a minute. Is there anything to be learned from the fact that lightning causes the exact same symptoms as the oak will?" Um, so I'm asking you: Is there anything? Is it? Why does it cause the same symptoms? That that distinctive necrosis or chlorosis? Chlorosis or necrosis? Or necrosis. Okay. Um, um, I don't think anybody really knows. All it is okay. written up in the literature. It's really hard to you know, try to mimic that in in a test. No, I know. In, well, in a, in a test uh, case. So how does lightning a lightning strike affect a tree? Kills it. I know, but <laughs> no, it it may or may not kill it, uh, and there's nothing we can do to to prevent it one way or the other. And how does it kill it? Uh, it will actually uh, destroy the cambium layer. Okay. So the cambium layer is the area which divides one divide one side divides oh. into wood, one side divides into bark, and that is the most important tissue in the tree. So and, the, the and so it actually will will kill that cambium layer. And how does oak wilt kill a tree? Uh, it clogs up all the xylem, all the water conducting tissue. Oh, it will also produce some toxins. Okay, but primarily it is uh, the tree is dying of thirst. Oh, oh, okay. All righty. Hi. You're okay. Right <laughs> exactly. Perfect. 
All right, so um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of uh, Millburgers Gardening Check. South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Reminding you of some great specials this week at Millburgers where you can go and shop in person or you can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at $19.99. That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, floribundas, Multifloras and much, much more at Millburgers now, regularly $19.99, on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia gregi, blue plumbago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana, pink gara, on sale in a one gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just $4.88. So here's the number to call 210 497 3760, or go buy Millburgers at 1604 and Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome. Calvin answers a question off the air. Mark, we'll get you back on. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We had a, uh, a question about uh, apples, and that's, I know that's something that people want to get. There are a lot of challenges to apples. Oh, that's... That's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're being very tactful on that. Yeah. Very, very difficult to grow apples in Texas. Um we, so have, we have a problem with cotton root rot. It's oh, main, is that the, the big main, problem? It's a big problem. Okay. Uh, although it's, it's, there's many stories where Jerry and I, would, would the people would ask us, this is years ago, and um, they want to do that. They want to do it in big time, and we just look at them, and, you know, Jerry and I, just, we laughed. Oh. <laughs> well, it's... it's but But... but and that's why I encourage them to raise it in, in a raised bed, a large raised bed, using sandy loam. Oh, okay. The, the more okay. the 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 more acidic the soil, the more sandier it is, the less likely it's going to have cotton root rot. Is there a small apple tree? I mean, when I think of apple trees, I think right. of them being big. So uh, even even the quote dwarf ones are actually like six, eight feet tall. So you really couldn't do it in a whiskey barrel? or um, no, 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 that would, you know, you could try. Okay. Or, or the, the big metal horse trough, that's another option. Oh, okay. But uh, the, the one, and then all, the second thing we have to remember is chilling hours. Yeah, and that there, was what you said. There's some uh, varieties that do better. Um, he wanted to do gala and... I, I usually think Gala is a more of a Fredericksburg, Kerrville one, um, although it's my favorite eating apple. That's the one I like. So uh, Molly's delicious. Anna. Um, there was an Israeli one called Einsteiner. I remember you talking about uh, that one. Um, it tends to be a little, 
a little mealy. It's not 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 that great. Not tasting. not expected apple. So so, but uh, you don't need two uh, varieties. But it is encouraged. Oh, two varieties. You don't oh. need two varieties to get fruit. Why is it encouraged? Uh, you get cross pollination at different times of the. Uh, you, you want to have two varieties that have pollen at the same time. Um, yeah. So um, sometimes you have two varieties, and unfortunately, the pollen is at different times of the year or different times of the season. Okay. Uh, so you want it at the same time. You just it tends it tends to pollinate better. So, uh, but you don't necessarily have to have that. So you could have. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you buy a variety A and a variety B, mm-hmm. and variety A doesn't need another variety A to pollinate it. That's correct. Wow. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, I don't honestly know the answer to this. What do apple trees look like when they're not producing apples? Um. They are a member of the the rose family. Oh. So they all have similar. I'm going to do good good radio here. They're all okay. good good leaf shaped. Leaves, leaves okay. Leaves, uh, oval to arrow shaped leaves. Um, they usually are on little. They have two types of branches: a longer branch and a little what's called a spur, about a quarter of an inch, where it has lots of uh, leaves on it. So it has leaves on both. But that's a, an easy way to to tell the difference. Now, peaches will have a long. Peaches also a member of the rose family. Oh wow! They'll have a long oval or blade-like. Okay. And then remember that from yesterday. Plums are more more square uh, or, or more or more uh, round or, or oval. So maybe it's it just a and the idea of managing expectations. So, so if you didn't get fruit on this apple tree, would mm-hmm. it still look nice? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I remember Calvin um, was talking about his plums. We're talking about apple trees. Yeah. And I was going to throw in my, my two cents that, that finally we got enough chilling hours to produce plums. I guess the methley, was that right? Way back when? Well, my, yes. my two Santa plums Rosa. bloomed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm holding our breath because I didn't. I didn't quite think we had quite enough uh, cold weather for my Morris plum, but it's got some blue. Oh, Morris, on. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking maybe just enjoy the apple tree for its aesthetics and be surprised if you get apples. And, and we've had this conversation before uh, on peaches because we like to say that Red Baron is uh, very attractive. Yeah. It's very attractive. It's not necessarily going to have any peaches but you oh. know it's an attractive tree well yeah, yes and sam houston was always a very attractive tree and i oh. didn't always get any fruit out of that one either are once in a while you surprised if the planets line up just correctly in the chilling hours and the pollination and the well yeah and i don't i don't know what my issue is my i swore by june golds for years and years mm-hmm. at, at my mm-hmm. even at my commercial peach orchard yeah. that was my top three uh, but mine at home are, are just, they got a few blooms on it finally. But the uh, Texas of uh, the Florida King is the only yeah, one that really yeah. had a reliable. Yeah. A tech star started to, is blooming late. And uh, and uh, what was the one you mentioned? The uh, 
Red Baron? Well, I get the, Sam, I've, got a, I've got a, a strange, I've got a Red Baron that naturalized. Uh-huh. Huh. Oh, and the flower, yeah, the flowers are spectacular. Uh-huh. And long. We, uh, we oh, have, no, La Feliciana is the other one we recommend. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that one's pretty reliable, too. But, yeah, that's strange that the, the, peach, the plums have bloomed finally. What is this? We're first week in April. Huh? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. seems late to me. Yeah, it does. It does seem late. Um, and Calvin, you had a. So did we? I was just curious about the apples. Did we? Yeah. No, no, no. We we handled that one. Yeah. Calvin, you had a question. So you want to set it up and tell us what you suggested? Well, this this was a real um, tough situation for a plant. Uh, she had a. She has a glass. Uh, a wall and a glass uh, in front of a fountain, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets kind of a blast of uh, afternoon sun. And she was trying to f- have a plant between the glass and the fountain that could survive. And uh, I, I mentioned mentioned. Uh, uh, oh, in a height restriction, it couldn't be more than five yeah. feet. No, uh, the one the one we kind of she got interested in was Theralis. It's a mm-hmm. little more than five feet, but it's uh-huh. perfectly capable of handling that sun. Yeah. Point Sienna was she thought was too tall, but it mm-hmm. it really isn't a, a scr- much of a screen plant. Right, and my my choice would have been one of the uh, Daides, uh one of the bicolor or butterfly irises. Um, I don't know if that was. If she had enough room for that, huh. that, that, that was going to be my suggestion. Uh, yeah, if that was tall, I don't know if it was tall enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that 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 was the discussion, and she's going to go looking. Um, generally, the the Theralis is uh, is not on the market until let's say a month from now, I guess. No. Yeah, it's it's like the Esperanza and Pride of Barbados is. They don't start blooming till a little bit later, and that's when you want them in the nursery when no. they're blooming, so then you can sell them. So same thing with Rialis. It's, it's lovely foliage right now, but no but flowers. I think I've listened to Jerry long enough to know that mm-hmm. people won't buy it because of the foliage. They have yes. to see it blooming in the. Uh, well, some. Um, it depends on how edu- educated your. Audiences. That's, that's true. That makes sense. And you know, we've seen uh, the we've seen people buy a lot of milkweeds that are not blooming, mm-hmm. but they're you know they're really. I've gotten a lot of information about milkweeds and. Uh, yeah, uh, so them. But you're you're right. It helps even when the the those buds are on those tropical milkweeds. They may not be blooming yet, but they uh, have a promise of of blooming. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Annette is back on the line. Annette, welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm sorry we're not getting more help, Annette. <laughs> That's okay. Um, for one thing, I wanted to say thank you, Milton, for adding insult to injury. I didn't want to mention it, <laughs> but I am not getting hummingbirds either. 
So <laughs> you you just threw salt on my wounds. But I'm I have sorry, out. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm I'm more upset about the Martins. But yes, I, and the guy that um, called about you know the the trees and all that in the way. I even had a bunch of branches trimmed back from my pecan trees to give them more of an open flight pattern. So I don't you know I, I don't think that it, that's it either. Oh, you know yeah. what? You know what? We might try. Uh, of course, uh, once once this uh, uh, our uh, change in, uh, in the the virus situation changes, I wonder uh-huh. if we might talk uh, our friends at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, maybe we'll send a. One of the experts, see yeah. if the expert will go and kind of take a look at that. Do a consultation. Do we or, have any? Or, or maybe we just send Bill. Maybe Kyle would like to send Bill over. Oh, I bet he would. <laughs> <laughs> You'd enjoy working with Bill. Well, yeah, but uh, I think Bill is le- less technical. They, I think they have somebody else that the the same person that did that handles all the. Uh, oh, the Martin houses at the botanical gardens. I, so, I, I was thinking more if Annette had the COVID. And that would be beneficial. But Kyle could send Bill and oh, take care of oh, no. <laughs> I do not we'll have wait the coronavirus with Lyme disease. I do not. <laughs> hey, um, now, so what we'll do is uh, we'll, uh, I don't know, I was trying to think of how we get you in touch with uh, Wild Birds, but I guess you can just call. Yeah. What about yeah, the, and, uh, and also- I'll, I'll take pictures, and I can go over there and show them my situation oh, that's a good idea. And, and what I have, and then, you know, they can give me, you know, any 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 help that they can. But I wanted to tell you a quick story that grackles love me. I was eating lunch in my truck last week, and I just washed my truck, and a grackle landed on the hood. And he hopped right, and I thought he was going to poop on my hood, but he hopped right in front of me and was looking at me through the windshield. And I was like, I think he knows I'm eating something. So I held a piece of bread out the window. He hopped onto my side mirror and took it out of my hand. Oh, my gosh. Grackles love me. Martins do not. Yeah. Do you want to try to help her with her hummingbird issues, Calvin? You're good at hummingbirds. (laughs) Do you still trust us, Annette? What, you, what's you, your what's your neighborhood like? You get, there, there's lots of plants there, right? Yes, and and I have all all different plants. I have salvias. I have everything. Uh, zin- I've just planted zinnias. I plant everything that's hummingbird, and I think there's so much food around now. I, I have them. They come by, and I just put in fresh food today. They come by and, and they'll drink, but I think there's maybe so many, you know, flowers and which they'd rather have around. And I even make my my nectar a little bit sweeter uh, than than they um, well, don't, recommend. Don't, don't don't do that. That may no. that may uh, affect their uh, situation. I can't I can't remember the okay. exact issue with that, but just do the uh, what is it five parts? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, five parts to I, one part. Okay, uh, I do one to four. I do yeah. one cup of sugar to four yeah. cups of water. One, is one, that too strong? One to five is, one to five is okay. better. Uh, okay. But, yeah, they, if you got those plants and the hummingbird feeders, they certainly should uh, come in. The hummingbirds are relatively common in the San Antonio area, a lot of populations. Yeah. 
And I've seen, oh. um, I do have a little male, um, black, black chin, and then I have a few females. They'll, they'll come by and then they leave again. And I also, I, I got that rose that Dr. Parsons talked about a few weeks ago, that, um, New Orleans rose. Uh-huh. Uh, that, it's doing wonderfully. Yeah. That's, that's an, uh, that's a beautiful plant. Katrina, but, uh, the Katrina rose. The humming, the hummingbirds probably oh. don't care one way or yeah. the other about it, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about that. Where did you find that? Yeah. We have it. I, we had it. Yeah, I immediately right. went online. Uh, well, uh, um, I called in a while back. Dr. Parsons sent me the, the Crawford lettuce seeds. I was in an accident, so I can't really get out. But um, uh, So I ordered it on, immediately. I went and ordered it online, and I got three of them, and they are thriving. They've already tripled in size, and this has just been in within a month that I put them in. Wow. And they're beautiful. Yeah, what was, what had another name besides the Katrina Rose or the? I couldn't remember. Um, it was yeah, the, late, the lady's name. Oh, that's right. I'll look it up. Uh, I'll look it up now. But yeah, I thought the pictures were just incredible. Oh, they, uh, they beautiful rose. are it's pink, worth right? looking into. They're gorgeous. It has, it's just covered in little pink roses. But um, different than those, uh, those roses you see all over town. Um, the knockouts. The knockouts. They're very different than the knockout. They're covered in little pink roses. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, I'm, 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 I'm over knockout. Yeah. I'm yeah. Ne- okay. That's never really been my favorite. I love. Uh, no. Oh, the Carefree Beauty. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I love and the Belinda Stream. And Belinda Stream and Mrs. Dudley's Cross yeah. has always been a favorite of mine yeah. as well. Martha Gonzalez has yes. another, another one I like. Um, well, and. Uh, the uh, I know which rose you're talking about, the one that that Trace likes. That's, oh, uh, Peggy Martin. No, no, no. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. that's that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's the Katrina rose. Yeah, the yeah, one that's, that's the Katrina uh, rose. T- Snow drift. drift, drift, drift. He, he yeah, likes drift, drift, drift roses. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to make sure. I know Trace had some of the Peggy Martin, so we'll have to uh, make sure he still does. He probably does. He have, there are tons of roses here right now. I mean, and they're all yeah. beautiful. Uh, well, I'm sorry about your hummingbirds and. No. I wish we could help you. This is so sad. Well, thanks for well, reminding me, Milton. I was more concerned about my Martins. <laughs> uh, I know. We're, we're, Thank we'll you. Know. Thanks for the help. All right. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Ned. All right. 210-308-8867. We'll take a break. We'll, we'll think more about Annette's issues with the Martins and see if we can solve it. If you have some suggestion for her, call us at 210-308-8867. She can. Uh, I was going to ask you to uh, refer her to the. Uh, oh, there's some great websites. Uh, oh, there Martin. is the Purple Martin Conservancy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, Annette. Yeah, and that's also uh, where you can uh, make contact with folks. And they have a webcam, so even if you don't get them, you can enjoy watching them. The well, Cornell, uh, Cornell University. Is yeah, there. that's a good one too. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll search for those, and I'll get you those website names in just a second. We'll take a break and come back with more Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, reminding you of some great specials this week at Milberger's where you can go and shop in person or... 
You can get curbside service at Millburgers. I'll give you the phone number in just a second. But this week, one of the biggest things on sale is roses. Save 20% on all roses starting at $19.99. That's 20% off of your favorites, literally thousands of modern hybrids, florabundas, multifloras, and much, much more. At Millburgers now, regularly $19.99, on sale at 20% off. This week you'll save on begonias, impatience, salvia gregi, blue plum bago, that Texas superstar is on sale. Lantana, pink gara, on sale in a one-gallon container, regularly $6.99, now just $4.88. So here's the number to call, 210-497-3760, or go buy Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Back to Millburgers Garden, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. So, Annette, it's a Purple Martin Conservation Association, and it's purplemartin.org. And uh, we've gotten lots of uh, listeners. Uh, well, I mean, so a handful of listeners who have who have uh, said that that they like it, they go to it, and they've recommended it for people who have Purple Martin questions. And they do have a cam, and the cam's not up yet, so. You can see the 2019 Purple Martins on the cam, but nothing else. Benny is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Benny. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, but it's not Benny. It's Bernie. Oh, Bernie. I'm sorry. I got the wrong. Okay. Sorry, Benny. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my question is, how do you control the nutgrass? I hate it, and I've tried digging it up, but that's impossible. We, we haven't had this question for a very long time. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's because it's generally a, a problem in the summertime rather than... Is it, are you starting to see it already? Yes. I'm in my yard right now trying to dig it up. Hmm. You sure it's not grass? I guess you're familiar with it. I am very familiar with it. No, it's not okay. grass. <laughs> well, Im- Im- image is the product that yeah. that uh, works pretty well. It's it's like the uh, contact herbicides for grasses, though. They it's not uh, two days. You know, you, you apply it, and it takes right. it takes several times so, some time to uh, work. So we had image, and we had manage, and we had sedgehammer. Did one of those become sedgehammer? Do you remember? I don't know. There, we still got image. Do we still have image? Yeah. Okay. Now we have to. You have to kind of watch because there's three or four different image products. Right. And you want the one that uh, uh, targets. Uh, Oh, the, the nut grain, nut sedge, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the, the and again, that's one option, and then the other option in beds was uh, liquid molasses. Uh, oh, and it, it would it would rot it. You try that. Um, Mine's that, mainly that in, would, the, in the yard, but would that that would work? The liquid molasses would work in the yard too. 
Yeah, uh, well, maybe, maybe, and I'm going to say maybe on the uh, the for the product itself. Uh, I never had good luck with it, but some people swore by it, swear by it, and swore by it. Oh, uh, good. Uh, Claudette, uh, ah, see, see, Sedgehammer and uh, Image, and uh, what's the high yield product there? Oh, okay, so so Claude, I got uh, the product out there. So I was right. Such hammer, yeah. yeah. Such it's okay, Mark. Okay. You were right. I know. I know. I, I'm so I'm so wrong so many times. Uh, Just to be right. Is, uh... <laughs> so anyway, so um, now I I don't remember the ratio, um, but I do know that it took two applications at least. Uh, yeah, you're talking about that. No, I'm talking about the molasses now. Oh, uh, yeah, because that's what I'd rather use. Okay, so um, a couple so, of... So uh, no, no guarantees, but like right. I said, anecdotal evidence. I don't think it'll work if we... And, and so, so I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm hedging my bets, I'm protecting myself. Hedge, uh, but uh, it was uh, anecdotal evidence that probably swore it would rot out over time. But All right. right. But there you go. Okay. So go Thank ahead and try you. it. It doesn't work. I'm good. Calvin and I will, will guarantee you that the sledgehammer would, will work. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Bernie. Does she want to be on the air? Uh, she says she says no. So uh, do you want to do you want to talk for her? Okay. Yeah, Trace is going to speak for her. What is, yeah, what is, what is the issue? The All right, so it's the spots on the leaves. It's a blueberry. Uh, my assumption is uh, starting of anthracnose. Oh, wow. No, stipules. So, What's on the bottom? So it, lo- it looks almost sucking on that. Oh, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. Okay. You need to get your other glasses. Yeah, I get, yeah. There you go. I got to put my other glasses on. Yeah. Uh, Mark is looking at looking at each individual leaf right now. As you look at your radio, know that Mark is understanding it. Yeah, like golf. Right, but but usually, if it's anthracnose, it's yeah. That's how did you even notice it? I mean, there's yeah. there's no that's real pretty. damage yet. I just went out there and I noticed spots on the leaves that weren't there before. So just. Uh. She noticed spots on the leaves that weren't there before. Was uh-huh. Mark is now really examining the leaves. These are so the, so, so anthracnose is uh, is venal, and uh, yeah, that, that one looks like it. Oops, oops. The, the the leaf that I just tore in half. Yeah, yeah that I that saw, I saw. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it's going. The yellow uh, along the veins of the leaf, like this. That's what. It, yeah, it could be. So what are you? What are you? What are you two debating here? So I, uh, he's almost agreeing with me. I'm almost agreeing <laughs> with him. Yeah, like that. So, but the problem is, you know, what we're going to do about it? Yeah. On on, on trees, we just go. Eh, well, we roll our eyes. This is a blueberry bush. Yeah. So fruit crops. So. So my thought is, take off the leaves that are have the problem. Give it some extra iron and spray with Dacanil. Yeah. Hey, it's be a fungicide. 
Uh, Dactino, that's, that's, that's labeled, right? It's labeled for vegetable use. How, yeah. how Maybe about, not specifically for blueberries, but for vegetable use. Yeah, yeah. for vegetable. It has to be labeled for that. I need, uh, what's the air circulation like on this? Yeah. That's my main main thought. Um, I can't do anything about the rain yeah. or the cold weather. It's out pretty much, uh, it's planted in the ground for yeah. How about if how uh, so? So how air circulation is very important. Uh, we, how about we got a longer wait conversation with her I'm now. Sorry, what? So, okay. How about you, if you wait a little, she waits a little while before she. I, I'm going to go give her some other alternatives because she planted it in the ground. I don't know if y'all heard that. So oh uh, no. oh. oh so oh. I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to go give her some wait, other wait alternatives. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you live south of Seguin in Gonzales County? No, I just live about two miles. No, no, darn. Okay. Hey, Trace. Uh, I'll give her alternatives. Do you still have the Peggy Martin roses? Uh, maybe. Okay. Somebody was calling saying they, they really liked theirs. So I knew uh, we'd had them. So it's possible. I know I brought a bunch in, but okay. uh, with the roses being 20% off, oh. I've seen a lot, of the, a lot of the antiques leave. Okay. So that might be call in first. Yeah, call and in and somebody can actually go and go find them. Okay, cool. Balls on them. Okay, thanks, Trace. All right, we got so, Sharon on. Oh. I was going to say, so for most things... Anthracnose is a problem. Right. It's not life-threatening. It's debilitating. And we try to work around it. But that's for trees and everything like that. Bush is going to be a very different different issue. But Calvin has a very good point. You know, it may start, wind start blowing, get warmer, get drier. Anthracnose generally goes away. You got options. Cool. You got management options. We always have management options. Okay. Okay. Sharon is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Sharon, what's going on? Not much. Just staying in. Yep. Um, what what do can we do for you? Where can I find tatuma squash seed? What tatuma squash? Well, you can find it on the internet, uh, and well, how far how far are you from the nursery, Sharon? Long way. <laughs> I live over by Lackland. I'm sorry. By, by Lackland, Lackland. So she's on the other side of town. Oh, can yeah, it way I across? A, I, yeah. I have a tub of it. Is I've got the same tub that I gave uh, Steve. Uh, some that's from 2015, but it uh, wow. germinated well. Um, but you, you, it's easy to find uh, on the internet. Um, what are you by Fanix out there, or where are you? Nah, she's, no, right at yeah, yeah, she goes, but you can get on 90 and go towards Fanix and get over there. A lot easier than you can come over here. That's yeah, a I don't long know way for the. Me. I don't know if they have it on their their uh, seed rack or not. Yeah, the, it sounds like if you if you want to just stay home and everything's a little farther than the internet, internet may be your best bet. All right, uh, remind everybody what type of squash this is. Tatuma is a Mexican squash, and the reason I like to grow it uh, because it uh, the uh, vine borers do not. Uh, attack it like they do summer squash, right. and uh, you can use it the squash for the same things that you use the the summer uh, summer squash for. Same recipes, salads, all those things, and it's a very easy uh, productive plant. But uh, 
Tatuma, and uh, you can get that. Uh, you can just look on the internet, and you'll find a source that. First guess that came in my mind. And someone called in and said, uh, "Is she near Somerset?" No. She's closer that way than over here. Oh, yeah. that there was a seed store in Somerset that had them. Really? Oh, okay. I do Who know somebody that? from Somerset. James. Okay, right. man, and they could pick them up for you. Yeah, call call around there. Mm-hmm. You're close. If they okay. do that, that, that might be the easiest. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the, uh, what's the dish, calabasa? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where that's coming from. Yeah, and that's, of course, have you grown that before, Sharon? No, I have not. Oh, well, just uh, plant it and stand back. <laughs> It'll take off cross country and every foot every foot I heard you say a, that uh, uh, softball well of course yeah, well, it'll, it'll start yeah. out little but it'll get get as big as a volleyball if you let it uh, yeah. there'll be a there'll be a squash they're very productive yeah and well, that's about the size as you want it it's about softball size yeah well they you, you know generally if if you're going to use it for summer squash type Recipes, and then you you harvest it when they're small. Mm-hmm. But who? Uh, oh, Steve was talking about yeah using it for a baked a baked squash recipes. A baked um, squash. Baked. Oh, baked squash. Okay. So he he was gonna try uh, uh, cooking the larger pieces. So I, all... I do do a little checking and then uh, let us know. And yeah, he said jupe seed store. Is that is there a jupe? In Somerset? I don't know. All right. Or is it Duke? I don't know. As in D-I-U-K. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. okay. Well, try that for us, okay? I think we I think okay. we lost her. Oh, there Thank it is. You. Okay. Thanks, Sharon. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, well, we just got about a minute and a half left. Uh, hey, Mark, do, do uh, give a plug for the uh, the. the website, for Saws's website. All right. Uh, our world-famous... Well, okay, maybe not world famous yet, but uh, our, to be world our, famous. our website, our saws website for gardening, is Garden Style SA or Garden Style San Antonio dot com. All one word. Uh, we'll you'll be able to find your plants, uh, uh, gardening. Uh, uh, advice. Uh, I've created a little website or a little portion of that where you all your activities per month, per plant, per topic, and uh, a really nice find, identify your plant. Get, get get a, get the uh, email, the weekly email information. That's that's another so sign up for the newsletter. It comes out thir- Tuesday afternoons. Uh, all our experts uh, contribute to it. And you don't have to be a Sauce customer to no. take advantage of this. Cool. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Mark, doing a great job. Thanks to Al back at the station with the music and handling the calls. Uh, I'm Milton Wick on behalf of uh, Mark and uh, Calvin. We'll say goodbye for today, but we'll see you next week.